Welcome to your winning journey podcast. I'm your host, Samantha Lee. I went from feeling guilty eating the foods I love and letting the skill control me to now helping you overcome this. No matter where you are or what you're experiencing, you can always win and I'm going to show you how. It is now your turn to transform your health, mind, and life. So let's do this together. Welcome back to another podcast episode. So excited. Today's episode is going to be a little bit different because if you follow me on Instagram, I gave you a little sneak peek of this topic on my IG story with one of the lessons that I've learned from setting this running goal from the beginning of the year. And so many of you guys loved it. So I'm going to dive deeper into this episode because it's my favorite of all time because I just get to share with you my journey and I really hope that you take today's lesson and really apply it to your weight loss journey right now. Now, if you're confused and you're like, what is she talking about? You need to follow me on Instagram. You can follow me at super ly sam. Again, that's super ly sam. And when I'm not podcasting, I am on IG stories on a daily basis. So you can come hang out with me there. We have a ton of fun. And so let's get to it. So like I mentioned, this year, I set this running goal for myself to get better at running. And when I set this goal, it was really surprising to me because running was one of those things that I never really enjoyed. I hated it at first when I first started my fitness journey. I didn't like cardio. Like I dreaded running on the treadmill. And you all know that I love weightlifting. You listen to the first podcast episode on this show, you'll know that it's the reason why, you know, I got into fitness. Like I just love lifting weights, feeling strong and helping my body get stronger. And because of quarantine, I've only been able to lift so much weight with the equipments that I have at home. And so it's been challenging to lift weights the way I want at home. And so I started getting bored of like the different routines that I was trying out during quarantine. And I haven't actually been to the gym since COVID started back in March, 2020, like in our state specifically in Minnesota. And so I was like, you know what, let's change up this routine a little bit. Let's try something different. And so because I love walking so much outside and I realized that it has helped me so much mentally and it's just been part of my self-care routine, I was like, you know what, let's try running. Even though I might not like it, even though it might be boring, let's try it. I might not be staying in the same spot, right? Because I'll be running outside. I won't be on the treadmill running and staying in the same distance. And so I decided to set this goal for myself to run three miles nonstop around this lake near my place. And when I tell you that this goal has been brutal and challenging, but fun at the same time, it has been. And because it is something that I've never done before, it was also new to my brain. And because it was new to my brain when I first created the goal, it reminded me so much of when I first started my fitness journey, like having that beginner feeling again, right? And I do want to say that there's like nothing wrong with being and feeling like a beginner, but it is also like the mindset that comes with it when you set this new goal that you've never achieved before. And so here's what I mean by this. When I created this running goal, 
I could see my beginner mind coming back. It was like wanting fast results. It would offer me thoughts like you should be able to run three miles by now. But on the second week, all of those weightlifting that you did all these years should have prepared you for this. You have to get good at this because you are a fitness coach, Sam. You should be able to do this easily and not mess up. Like these were all the thoughts that were coming up in my brain when I set this goal. And of course, it was discouraging at first. There was all these nonsense going on. And it started outlining these like expectation of what it should be like when I start running. And I'm sharing this with you because that's what a beginner brain does. It creates this false narrative in your mind and the way you think about yourself. And it also creates this illusion that being a beginner means that you'll make slow progress. And so how does this relate to weight loss, right? And I really want to dive into like wrapping this around the whole weight loss journey because this is where many of you are at right now. Like when you set a weight loss goal, like you want to get there fast. You want to skip being a beginner because in your mind, being a beginner is not good enough. It's not fast enough and it'll slow you down. So you have to rush your way there. And that's where your brain starts offering you like, you should probably try this new diet out again. You should probably do that diet where you cut carbs again, because it's going to help you get there faster. You won't have to be a beginner. Right. And then that's where you start restricting yourself. You start working out six to seven times a week. But here's what I want you to be aware of. That's just your beginner brain talking. And it's always going to do that every single time you set a new goal for yourself. And it's part of the process. Like nothing is wrong with you when you start saying those things to yourself. And you have the decision to choose whether you want to keep listening to it or not listen to it by enjoying yourself being a beginner. And so I want you to answer this question for yourself. Like, how can being a beginner at this time in this exact moment be the best thing for you at this time? I really want you to think about that. And this question was actually one that I asked myself when I set this run and go where I told you my brain started talking all of this shit, right? <laughs> and it, it freed me from my expectations. Like the outline that I had of like, I should be running three miles without stopping by the second week. And it helped me get very curious and helped me learn more about running in the proper way and it gave me the courage to want to fail more so that I could do better next time by learning what went wrong like if I didn't think that this was the exact like best moment for me to be in and I wanted to be over there instead of right here like I wouldn't have the courage and I wouldn't have wanted to learn more about running like I would just be overworking my body all the time every time I ran like I wouldn't even look at how I can improve and how I can recover better right because it's so different from weightlifting and so from there like I took every run as a way to discover myself and strengthen my mind when I felt like stopping because if you are a runner, you're listening to this, you probably know that running is all a mindset game, right? Like you have to tell yourself to keep going, even when you're really close to the destination and you feel like stopping, like it's all a mind, mind game when you're running. And it became an experience that was so challenging, but fun because I was like a kid exploring curiosity. And like, I wasn't like bullying myself saying stuff like, you should be able to run quicker now. You already messed up. You suck at this, right? Like that just doesn't help me and it doesn't help you too when you're talking to yourself like that 
I just want to say that, you know, getting to that point of curiosity and like being able to enjoy being a beginner wasn't easy for me at first, right? It took a lot of practice with my mind to redirect my mind to not listen to beginners mind chatter. But because of this, I've been able to put three lessons that I've learned from running to help you feel more confident in any goals that you set for yourself in your weight loss journey. And so you're ready. We're about to get to the lessons. Okay. The first lesson that I learned from running is that you can celebrate your progress before the destination. And this is so important. I want you to listen to what I just said. You can celebrate your progress before the final destination. Like for me, growing up, like in an Asian household, my ethnicity is Hmong. So if you're listening, I just want to give you some background. But I grew up in a family where we would only celebrate things when we reached the final destination or like what you would call it the end goal, right? So like my family would celebrate us when we graduate from high school, when we graduate with our bachelors, when we get our first job, like all of these like end goal accomplishments, but we were never praised for like the progress that we were making throughout to get to that goal. And so because of that experience, like growing up, I would always like, feel like I'm waiting to celebrate and I didn't really like sit into like every progress that I made on a weekly basis because I was like you know what I'll just celebrate when I get there but I realized that that was dreading because I was playing this waiting game and you all know I always say waiting is boring it's not a good emotion to feel like you're waiting to get there like you can live in that moment right now and be proud of your progress and so when I started running, because I took this like skill from my weightlifting journey, I celebrated the crap out of like every progress I made. Like if I ran the lake and I stopped three times, I celebrated. And then the next time, if I stopped two times, I celebrated. And then if I was able to stop one time, which I did once and I celebrated that, like I didn't wait until like I was able to run the whole lake nonstop to like tell myself that I'm proud of myself. And so I want you to like think about that in your weight loss journey right now. Like, are you waiting to celebrate? Right? Or are you celebrating every win that you're having right now, whether they're big or small, like I don't care if they're big or small, any win is wins. And the important thing that I want to bring up here is when you allow yourself to celebrate in the journey before you even get to the final destination, you also are allowing yourself to accept that goal when you reach it, right? It's like accepting your goal stars now so that when you reach the destination, you are also owning your progress there. And it will also allow you to enjoy it and be happier and more confident to keep going instead of like questioning yourself here's also like a little secret that I I want to like release right (laughs) when I say like final destination I'm referring to your end goal but the reason why like I always say celebrate everything before you even get there is because there's really no such thing as like a final final destination like because your final destination is always moving when you've reached the goal. So for example, if your goal is to lose 10 pounds and then you've reached the 10 pounds, you're like, yay, that was great. And then 
you're like, what's next? Maybe it's 20 pounds. And then it just keeps moving and moving. And if you're only choosing to celebrate when you get there, you aren't celebrating enough because you're actually like just going for the next thing over and over and not allowing yourself to marinate in the enjoyment of getting there and like who you are becoming throughout the process. And so here's the question for you. How can you celebrate today for everything that you've done up to this point? I don't care how big or small. Every single time I'm on a coaching call with my clients, I'm always like, okay, what's the wins for this week? Tell me. Whether it's nutrition, workouts, or your mindset, what has changed this week for you? What has stayed the same that you're very proud of? Because those are the things that it's going to keep you going when things get hard in your life. And that's what I did with running. Like I celebrated everything. Every time I got out of the door and I was going to go to the lake instead of like staying home and weightlifting, I celebrated that. And it made this journey so much more fun. And if I did that at the beginning of my journey, when I started lifting weights, like it would have been more fun then. And so that's why I always take what I've learned from my weightlifting journey and applying it to anything new that I create now, like the new goals that I've set for myself. So that is the first lesson. Now, the second lesson is go at your own pace instead of indulging in comparisonitis, right? Like when I first started running uh, at the beginning with my boyfriend and my brother, because I go with them, they were always ahead of me. Like, I remember this was so hard for me at the beginning because I was like, oh my gosh, I'm slow. Like, I can't catch up. Like, there would be people passing me that like started the same time I did. And I would feel like I needed to keep my pace up to make me feel like I was doing a good job. And I would compare like my progress to their progress and it would discourage myself. And then it goes back to the beginner's mind of like, okay, this is not fast enough. Like I wanted to be an expert by skipping the foundation of sucking at something first. And it brought me to this quote that I remember like a long time ago, where it says, like, don't compare your chapter one with someone's chapter 20. And this is so true, because I didn't know how long these people have been running for, right? The people that started the same time I did, like the starting line from the from the lake. But I also knew that my boyfriend and my brother ran a ton at one point of their life. And so like, this wasn't new to them, like I was for me, like, of course, they were faster than I am, like, they've done this before. And so When I allow myself to think back to that quote, like don't compare your chapter one to someone's chapter 20. And I really look at the facts and I allow myself to compare how I did last week to this week. I started going my pace and just allowing myself to not feel like I am in a rush. It made it so much easier for me to implement this into my life. And this lesson two was also easier because I incorporated lesson one, which was celebrating every progress before I made it to this final destination. Like if I waited to celebrate and I was also comparing myself to everybody else that was running past me, like that would be a double downer. (laughs) And so when I implemented lesson one, Lesson two was easier for me when I started focusing on the facts. So how can you find your pace to be okay with the pace that you're going right now? Like just because your weight loss journey doesn't look exactly like someone else at like month one, three, or like a year from now, it doesn't mean that you're failing at losing weight. The food on your plate, like doesn't necessarily have to be the same, like someone you look up to. Like the workout routine doesn't have to be like every day. Like it's all different. 
because there's only one you and there's only a, a way that's going to work better for you than other people. And so finding your pace is the magic secret sauce. And this is one of the things that I love talking about, like with my clients, because oftentimes like when we're on our coaching call, they're always like, I love this part in my journey right now because I'm going at my own pace and I'm able to keep up with it. Like I'm able to keep up with it and build momentum. And that's what you want for you in your weight loss journey. You want to be able to keep up with the small changes that you're creating, like the small healthy habits, whether it is adding more veggies, whether it is only working on two times a week first, and then, you know, adding another day to it, like, whatever it is, you want to be able to keep up with it when you're trying to follow someone and you're trying to change everything all at once. Like, so you're grasping on straws and like, it's just not working out for you. And so how can you allow yourself to just be happy with the pace that you're going? Because here's the thing, the pace that you're going now is so much faster than the pace that you were going last month, a year ago, five years ago, whatever it is, like you are the only person you should be comparing yourself to. And that has helped me so much with running. Like I realized that because I went through so many comparison when I first started my fitness journey, it allowed me to look at running from a different aspect. I was like, oh, you know what? I'm just going to focus on me. And I'm going to share with you like a few examples of this with the clients that I work with, right? When I say like going at your own pace and doing things that works for you instead of trying to copy and pace someone's workout and nutrition and, uh, and trying to keep up with it because their momentum might be different from yours. And so I have a client that works out two times a week and, you know, she takes walks on her rest days and eat the school lunch at her workplace. And so far she's lost five pounds in six weeks while working together. And I also have another client that works out three times a week. She fasts on the weekends until like 11 a.m., 12 p.m. because she likes to sleep in, which is very different from like her weekday schedule where she wakes up really early and she doesn't fast. And she's still able to get enough food in in her system to lose weight consistently. Like we just did her six-week check-in and you guys, she lost eight inches off her waist within the first six weeks of the program just doing this routine, working out three times a week, fasting on the weekends, and eating what she likes on the weekdays. That's amazing. So I'm, I'm giving you this so you can see that there's so many options out there for you to lose weight instead of just one, one way that you always see or one way that you think is right. Now, I, I also have another client that don't meal prep for the entire week. And she does it two to three times a week, but that's what works for her because she doesn't like eating foods that's been sitting out for a whole week, right? And this is so important because a lot of you guys like are hesitant to prep food ahead of time just because you don't want to eat the same thing or just because you don't want to eat old food. But you don't have to do it that way if it doesn't work for you. You can have one day where you plan everything and then another day where you cook or you have two days out of the week that's dedicated to just cooking. And you can have different recipes for both of those days. Like, can you see like how much solution your brain can come up with when you allow yourself to go at your own pace, not compare yourself and not try to do it the quote unquote right way or not try to force yourself to do it the way that it should be like, right? But doing it in a way that works for you. I want you to come up with solutions for yourself that's different from everyone else. And when you do that, that's how your own pace looks like. 
I just love that one. All right. And the third lesson that I learned is progress may not be linear or it may not feel like it's linear, but it is when you look at the overall picture. And so this is like one of the things where I just want to like shake you sometime. And I just want to like tell you, like, look at this graph. Like some days you might feel like you're taking two steps forward and then three steps backwards. But when you look at the overall graph, you're slowly, gradually moving up. It might not feel like that, like that in the present moment, but it is. And so there were some weeks that I did really well in running like with less than two stops across this three mile lake. And there were some days that it was harder than others. Like I stopped like four times and then I would end up walking the whole way. Like I just was not in the mood to run. Like there were some days where it was so much more harder than others. And because I knew that progress isn't linear, I made room for this to happen. Like I knew that I was going to be amazing some weeks and then some days it's just not going to be the best. And even though like there were some days where it was up and down, like I could see that I was getting better at running, like my endurance and my stamina was getting better every week. Like it was easier for me to push through the one mile mark. It was easier for me to push through the two mile mark. Like I was getting there faster than before. And so I really want you to see, like, I want you to imagine this like graph, right? And like, sometimes you, you do good and like, you're killing it. And then sometimes you just have a, like a horrible day. And like that dot on the graph is like lower than your good days. And you see all these scattered dots on the graph up and down, up and down, up and down. But then when you connect the dots, It's all going up and it's getting better as weeks go by, as months go by and years go by. But you don't see that when you're impatient and you don't see that when you think that you should be losing like five pounds every week, right? Well, you should be losing 10 pounds every month. Like that's what keeps us from taking action. And so I really want you to see that for you because I saw like my brain trying to trick me into thinking like that when I first like started running, I was like, I should be good at this every week. Like I should be able to keep up with this, but there's just some days where it didn't happen like that. I actually had this happen to one of my clients where like she was feeling like very discouraged, not seeing her eating three meals a day, every single day. And before she started the program, she was barely eating one meal. She didn't have any energy to do anything. And so her goal was to eat three meals a day. And we got her to that point and then her maintaining eating three meals a day. And it's been amazing for her. She's feeling so much more energized. She's able to perform daily tasks and function like how she wants to function. And there's just some weeks where it's a little bit tougher for her. And she felt like discouraged because she was like, okay, I'm just going forward and then backwards and I just keep staying in the same place over and over but when we look at her overall eating habits like it eating three meals a day is getting easier for her it's becoming part of her new normal and looking at the overall graph and seeing that like oh like you know there was only two days out of the week that like she didn't have the three meals a day compared to all the other weeks where that didn't happen and like when you're able to see that, it's like you are moving forward. It just doesn't feel like it in that moment. And when she's able to see that, she's getting herself back up every time shit gets hard. 
And that counts as progress too. Like you allowing yourself to have the courage, get back up and start going towards your goals again. Like that is gold. And so where are you allowing yourself to like stop and quit just because you think you're not making progress? How is that affecting your goals? I really want you to think about that because you can measure progress in so many ways than just a scale. You can measure your confidence level on a scale one through 10. Like I have a client that her confidence used to be a three. Now it's a seven. Like that's amazing. The clothes size that you wear, all of that, all of those counts as progress. And each of those progress counts as a dot on your graph to see your overall progress in general. Think about that for you. But that is like all of the three things that I've learned from running so far. And that's incredible because it really helped me reflect on everything that I've learned about weightlifting in general and seeing that I could apply those lessons to any new goals that I've set for myself. And I really hope that this opened up your eyes to really see that like you can do this weight loss thing. And when you can do this weight loss thing, you can do any goal that you set for yourself going forward. Because if I can do it, you can do it too. And I'm going to leave that here for you today. Go ahead and re-listen to this episode and take notes on it and take a screenshot and share on Instagram. And until then, I will talk to you next week. All right. See you later. Thank you so much for tuning in on this episode. Now, if you want to take this work deeper, join my one-on-one coaching program where I can help you lose weight and eat foods you actually like while helping you build a consistent routine where you'll no longer fall off on the weekends. To apply, visit www.superly.com to book a call with me. But other than that, I will talk to you next.